Welcome to the New Mind Creator Podcast, episode number one, Your Subconscious Mind. I'm your host, Maurice, the New Mind Creator. Remember to subscribe to my podcast so that you can receive alerts when new episodes are available each week on Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. I ask that you support my podcast by pledging $1 or $5 each month and also by sharing your favorite episodes. Follow me on LinkedIn and Twitter, Maurice Flournoy, and Facebook, New Mind Creator. There's a quote by Napoleon Hill, and he said, the reason man may become the master of his own destiny is because he has the power to influence his own subconscious mind, end quote. The subconscious part of the mind is the part of the mind that you are not fully aware of, but it influences all of your actions and feelings. Sigmund Freud, the famed Austrian neurologist, he talked about the id, ego, and superego. Perhaps you remember this from school, but he recognized or categorized the id within the same sphere as the subconscious mind. And the id is impulsive, It's innate, it reacts, it doesn't think, and it's a primary function. Our subconscious mind is constantly influencing our behaviors. It's automatic. There's a quote by Robert Corrier, and he said, our subconscious minds have no sense of humor, plays no jokes, and cannot tell the difference between reality and an imagined thought or image. What we continually think about eventually will become a reality in our lives. If we could maintain our focus on it and it gets down into our subconscious mind, it will produce. Research suggests and shows that we think between approximately 50 to 70,000 thoughts each day. Most of these thoughts, if not all, are repetitive. Those things that we thought about the previous day, weeks before and years before. Because our subconscious mind is on autopilot. Although it's out of the awareness of our conscious mind, it's the influence of our lives. Your subconscious mind can and has been influenced through suggestion, also through persuasion. Throughout your life, you've been suggested things, persuaded by things. It also can be influenced by a traumatic event. If a traumatic event happened to you, you could remember or recall those feelings easily because it has been imprinted into your subconscious mind. That fear or all that emotion was the catalyst to imprint your subconscious mind. As I'm talking, I'm thinking about this song that I heard several years ago by Michael McDonald entitled Enemy Within. And I can't seem to forget the lyrics which says, Who know your secrets deep inside? 
who got your trust in exchange for lies and threw it all away. There ain't no lie good enough to hide the truth from yourself. It pays to see it coming, learn to recognize the enemy within. Your subconscious mind could be an enemy to you or a friend to you. It can be an enemy to us because it's operating outside of our conscious awareness and we are unaware of the influence that it has or how it operates. We usually do things blinded. We don't necessarily always have the reason why unless we set out on a journey to find the truth and understand ourselves better. And the subconscious part of our mind is essential that we learn about it because our lives could be so much more easier if we know how to influence it the correct way. You could begin the process of changing your subconscious mind through your practice or utilization of repetition, persuasion, suggestion, and you can start immediately. You don't have to wait. You can begin now. There are several ways you can influence your subconscious mind, but let's take a look at two ways that you can influence it. The first is meditation. If you have not meditated before, try not to think of it as some strange phenomenon, but simply view meditation as getting into a quiet state. I remember the first time I heard of meditation and I saw someone sitting in a particular stance or it just looked weird and I thought that everyone had to sit in this particular stance or pose in order to be effective at meditation but I learned that it's more much more simplistic than a pose. You can commit to taking 10 minutes each day and quieting yourself by simply closing your eyes and noticing your breath and simply holding your attention on your breath. Just simply noticing your breath. Don't try to control your breath or your breathing, but just simply notice it and sit in that state at least two times each day. Preferably once when you wake up in the morning and once again before going to bed. Now, if you've never meditated before, you will notice all kinds of thoughts bombarding your mind. But that's normal, so don't think it to be strange at all. However, your habitual practice of meditation will prove great results. And after all, those thoughts are always there, but you are just not aware of them. It may scare you to begin to notice those thoughts through meditation. And you would say, am I really thinking these things? Yes, but you can change that rhythm. Bruce Lee, the famed martial arts expert said, I don't fear a man who practices 10,000 kicks once but I fear a man who practices one kick 10,000 times. 
So practice these tools and make a commitment to yourself and it will yield great results. The second tool you could use is imagination. Your imagination is powerful. We utilize our imagination often, but we utilize it in a negative way or it doesn't benefit us the way that it could benefit us. There's a quote by William Blake, and he said, in your own bosom, you bear your heaven and earth and all you behold, though it appears without, it is within, in your imagination of which this world of mortality is but a shadow. Formulate a subjective picture of your desire. Maybe your desire is to become a better mate to your spouse or partner. Imagine yourself already being a better mate, whatever that entails. Not thinking about it from a distance, but thinking from that fulfilled state. Feel that state within you. And you will notice that your life will change according to the image you hold. So begin practicing by taking 10 minutes each day, two times a day as well, preferably once when you wake up in the morning and once again right before going to sleep at night. You will notice that when you combine your imagination with the feeling of your desire as if it were a finished reality, you will begin to change your mood you will notice the rhythm of your thoughts will begin to change towards those things that you really desire to experience. Now, the purpose of practicing right the first, the earliest time in the morning that you can, right as you wake up, and just before dropping off to sleep is because it's in uninhibited uh, those times are usually uninhibited with your conscious mind. If you notice right, the first time you wake up in the morning, you're at usually at a peaceful state and you could really get to your subconscious mind. It's easier to access your subconscious mind during that time. And also right before going to sleep, you're in a drowsy state and you can easily access your subconscious mind without fighting through your conscious mind. So that's the reason behind utilizing those two times in particular. So take advantage of those natural things. So be, be proactive and begin implementing the things you've learned today in order to start the process of your new mind creation. Also remember to join me again next week for an all new episode. Thank you for listening to the New Mind Creator podcast with your host, Maurice, the New Mind Creator. This podcast has been sponsored by Abundant Sports and Truth Serum. Head over to www.maurisceflourny.com to find out more about my services and receive more motivation and insight to help create your new mind.